Hey everybody and welcome to a bonus edition of the Wave of the Rager podcast. Uh, I got bored so I um, decided I'd just chime in for a bit. Um, I have to keep my voice relatively low because it's about quarter past seven in the morning and I have housemates who are most likely sleeping and uh, you know you've got to respect that, you know, you've got to respect the fact that you've got people around you that you know want to get their sleep. Even though they know I work nights, and you know when I'm trying to sleep, they uh, they don't seem to give a fuck. They really don't seem to give a fuck. Especially, I've got a guy who lives uh, uh, what's the adjacent from me, and um, he's a really good guitar player. Oh boy, don't I know it? Oh, don't I know it? I mean, he gives me guitar solos even when I don't even ask for them. You know, I'll be laying there eventually finally getting to sleep because Jesus Christ does it take me a long time to fall asleep like I'll just lay there with shitloads of thoughts going through my brain like I'm just I'm just fucking I just spark ideas all the fucking time and it's like okay brain you've had your fun now it's time to shut down just relax and go to sleep and it'll be like yeah yeah okay yeah you're right Michael you're right you're right you're right and for about three and a half minutes, I'll be really like, oh, that feels good. I'm just falling asleep. Bing! And I'll be like, oh, yeah, that's something I want to think about. Oh, that's something I want to write down. Oh, that's a good angle. That's a good topic to talk about. That's something I can do. That's what I want to do. Oh, what are we doing tomorrow? Oh, what did I do yesterday? Oh, my God, what did I do 15 years ago? Oh, my God, it's never fucking ending. Constantly never ending. <clears throat> Uh, but what I'm looking forward to is, uh, again, the Tool concert. And uh, I've arranged for the morning of to go and play some basketball with my friends. And uh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I haven't played basketball in such a long time. Such a long time. You know, when I get onto a court, when I step onto the threshold, or step through the threshold, onto the precipice of the court... It's like it's like how like an Olympic swimmer must feel when he dives into the water and like just like dives in and barely leaves a splash, you know, so such fluid motion. That's the way I feel when I step through the gates and I'm just like on I'm I'm home. I'm home. You know, that's how they must feel, you know, they dive in and they swim and they're gliding through. You know one thing I never understood how like I I I consider myself a strong swimmer. But that's all I am. I can only swim strong. Like, I, I force myself through the water and I can get through the water really quickly. Like, I don't, I've seen, like, especially old people when they swim and they're doing their little mini breaststroke, but their heads are like perfectly level all the time. They don't go either up or down, they just somehow need, seem to find the way to have been able to keep that motion to the point that they kind of just. Their heads are just constantly level. When I try and do that shit, like, I try and do it, and I'm okay for a bit, and then suddenly my, like, the water will come up to my nose, and then, like, I start breathing it in, and I panic, and then it comes up to my eyes, and I panic more, and I just start flailing, and then I have to remember to just kind of swim or just stand up. I can't do it. I can't do a breaststroke. You know, I just, I just can't do it. I don't know, I don't know the technique. I never, I never taught, got taught how to swim. I kind of found out by necessity. There's a funny story, actually, that um, when I was a kid, I uh, 
I don't know where we were. Like, I just remember getting told this is what happened. Like, that we all, as a family, like me, my mum, my aunt, my grandparents, I think, and my sister, my cousins, we all went swimming. And um, I, as a kid, didn't really think about anything. And I just ran and jumped into the deep end and uh, started basically drowning. And then my cousin, he... As much as he's bullied me my whole fucking life, the fucking cunt. <laughs> I love him and he loves me. He dived in to try and save me and then he started drowning. And it took my sister to jump in, who could swim, and she saved both of us. So, you know. <laughs> Just the image of him trying to save me and then realising that he couldn't swim either. And then now we're just both drowning together. Like, maybe that was what his intention was. Like, if you're going to die, I'm going to die with you. Ah! I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but I can't wait to play basketball. Like, I love basketball. And I'm, you know what? I've been playing it since I was, like, 13 years old. Like, I know what the fuck I'm doing. Which is why when I watch the game... Yeah, I'm not a professional. But I, I, I've played it competitively. Semi-professionally. For, for a few years. And I've played it competitively for... Fucking 20 years now, basically. It's fucked me up. Yes, it's fucked me up. My knees, my back, my feet are all fucked. Because in the summertime, we would spend like 8 to 10 to 12 hours on that court. Full court running up and down, up and down. We don't get subs, we don't get timeouts, we just keep on going, keep on going. You know, it was amazing. I'm really shit at running if like... I don't have a immediate objective. Like I always, when I used to try jogging, I always think I used to think, okay, now that lamp post, that lamp post, now that lamp post, now that lamp post. But that got boring. But when there's a ball in front of me, or there's someone behind me chasing me, I can run for hours. I can just run for hours. There was just something different about having an objective when the ball's in your hands. You know, I'm a student of the game, like I am. I watch basketball on TV and I see the way the angles of the game, the plays are made up, and I know exactly what what how how to contest them. You know, I used to draw I used to draw up plays in a fucking notebook when I was younger. I wanted to be a coach, like I really wanted, I knew I wasn't going to be good enough to play professionally. Like the thing is, I'm not that athletic. Oh, I was, I really was quite athletic when I was younger, but then. I fucked up my MCL in one knee and I broke my left leg. Yeah, so I bro- bro- ruptured my fucking MCL in my right knee and I broke my left leg. And, uh, uh, yeah, I was pretty much done before I was, like, 24 years old. And um, But I really wanted to coach. You know, and my favourite player growing up as a Suns fan was Steve Nash. He never dunked. He wasn't f- super flashy. He just had really fucking tight handles and he could read the fucking game. And he shot... Amazingly, you know, 50 40 90 club. I think now Kevin Durant's in there. I think somebody else is in there now. Maybe, maybe Curry or someone. I don't know. I think Chris Paul got like very close to joining it last year or this year, but he was like, he was like 50 40, but then like 89.9% from the foul line. I don't know. Something ridiculous like that. But uh, yeah, Steve Nash was my favourite player, and like I, I just studied him. I watched YouTube videos. He used to do tutorials, and like well, he also said as well, like because he played soccer growing up, because he was like a South African, Canadian, American. Don't know how that works, but um, yeah, he grew up playing soccer, or as we would call it, football. 
or as I would call it, a sport not worth watching anymore because it fucking annoys me. And uh, he said he credited the way he saw the pitch and the movement of the players to help him on the court. And I actually kind of thought a lot about that because I loved football as well when I was younger and I was really good at that. You know, I was a winger, but I was a winger playmaker and like I wasn't a goal scorer. I didn't want to take the glory. I took more joy in setting up a play than I did in taking the goal for myself. Obviously, I'd take them when I can get them, but like, I'd much rather be the reason why you scored than being the scorer. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, well done, you mate, well done, you mate, but it wouldn't happen if it weren't for me. No, it wouldn't. So, uh, yeah, you know, so, but now, you know, I know I'm a little bit overweight. I'm trying to fucking lose weight, but it's so hard when you're on the wrong side of 30. It's so hard. Like, I'm eating right. I'm exercising. I work fucking stupid hours. I think it's the lack of sleep. I really do. Because when you're not sleeping, you're just eating. Because, like, when you don't sleep, you don't. your metabolism doesn't, like, restart. And you get hungry again after a couple of hours. And you have to go out and eat. Like, I don't know. It's weird. But I'm I'm hovering around, like, 204, 202 pounds. I'm six foot, basically. I spoke to a guy at work the other day. He said that's normal, but I, I, my, my favorite weight to be was 190. So I need to lose at least like 14 to 15 pounds. Now that's what to anyone else. That's like I'm 92 kilos, or I'm 14 stone nine or something. I don't look it really. I mean, I kind of do. And, you know, they say muscle weighs more than fat, you know, so you must be doing something right. But, um, yeah. But that's it. I, I like People underestimated me when I was on the court, but I used to love when people realised it and they'd be like, yeah, look out for Mikey Ennett, he's, uh, he's quick, just keep your eye on him. Because I would, I would know how to make those little cuts, play behind, play behind, like, the screens, set screens. When I got bigger and stronger, setting screens was my favourite fucking thing to do. I loved crunching a guy with a screen. It was so fucking fun. God damn. And you just, like, watch him crumple. <laughs> and then, like, yeah, like, I used to do this thing where I'd, like... Obviously, players always want the glory, so they're always going to look for the ball. But they also have to realise they have to defend you as well. But they want to go for the steal, or they want to maybe get the deflection, or they want to be ready for when the possession changes hands, and they want to be the Steph Curry, run out of the free ball line, and shoot the free. But that doesn't always work, and I hate that fucking game. Everyone just wants to shoot freeze, man. Everyone just wants to shoot freeze. It's sad. Mid-range is my perfect, my, my area of perfection. You know, that little corner jump shot right where the fucking free-throw lines meet. Just plant my feet there and I'm fucking automatic every fucking time. See, I know how and when to move. So, I used to like, when I, if I had a guy guarding me and he's between me and the ball, he'd obviously every now and then glance back at me. I'd let him glance back at me to see where I was and then I'd move, like, say I'm standing to his right. I'd move slightly to his left, he'd see that, and I'd move back to his right, and then he'd kind of clock that. And as he's turning back to his right, I would have dashed off to the left, and I'd be open for a jump shot, like, straight away, and he's, like, playing catch-up, like, oh, my God, where did he go? It's so much fun just manipulating people that kind of way. Not in the way I used to do it, but, like, (laughs) in that kind of way. 
I did something spontaneous when I got home from work and I shaved all my hair off. Like, I said I was going to grow it. I've been growing it since, like, last February. And then I fucking said, I always said, like, I booked those tour tickets, these tour tickets in November. Or, no, not fucking November, like, August or September. And I said to my mate, I was like, I'm not going to cut my hair until we get to the cool cool the cool concert. Or the tool concert, whatever one you want to pick. It's a cool concert. It's a tool concert. It's a tool concert. Tonsil lightest is probably what I sound like I have right now because I'm speaking so fucking quietly. Um, <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Yeah, so I shaved it for my hair, and um, I like having a shaved head. Like I really do. Like it's one of those things I used to look at it like it's like a it's like a new beginning shave all my fucking hair off and it's like the start of a new fucking chapter in my life um <laughs> so fucking stupid and yeah it's in a pile on the floor because i can't be able to tidy it up right now i have to hoover and obviously people are sleeping you know i wait till i start hearing that fucking guitar solo and then uh yeah the guy's pissing me off man He's pissing me off he needs to understand boundaries like, he keeps knocking on my fucking door and just asking if I'm okay. I'm like, yeah. Why do you keep asking? I'm trying to sleep. You know this. So, oh, well, I ain't seen you for a while. Yeah, because I've been working night shifts. Like, I go, I leave at eight, and I'm back at, like, six in the morning. And I try and just fucking stay in my room away from people because you all annoy me. I remember when I had this house to myself, I was the only one who lived here, and it was perfection. I could walk around naked, I did everything I needed to do, cook when I wanted, like, I just, it was brilliant, and I cleaned up, I, it was immaculate, there was no, not a spot in the house that was dirty, and then one guy moved in, then another guy moved in, and then very recently, this fourth guy moved in, and, uh, it's like fucking picking up after children, I just, I'm just exhausted. One of them is alright, he's like uh, two years older than me, and, you know, he's a Ghanaian guy. Ghanaian? Ghanaian? Ghanaian. Ghanaian. Ghana. Ghanaian. Ghanaian. Ghanaian guy. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, he's blessed actually, I actually really get along with him. And he cleans up after himself a point, but like he, no one cleans the communal areas, you know, and it's one of those things where, like, you walk to the bathroom and you come back and you've got, like, 15 weeks worth of, like, dead people, like, fucking dead people, like, people's dead skin cells and hair follicles and shit all over your feet. And then, like, you walk in and then you get into your room and then it's in your room and you get into your bed and it's in your bed and it's fucking horrible. So it's like, I'm actually thinking of, like, setting, like, writing a list of ground rules that we all need to abide by because we're in a full house now, you know? And I'm not, I'm tired of fucking picking up after these overgrown kids. I hate mess. Like, I'm very OCD when this comes to this shit, man. One of the guys, the guy, the guitar player, the fucking wannabe rock star, he, I went downstairs earlier and I discovered he used a few of my kitchen like utensils like a colander and my fucking cheese grater and like a fucking saucepan and it freaked me out. I fucking can't stand other people using my shit. Like, I have my shit for a reason. You can keep your shit and you can use the communal stuff. I don't want to touch it. This is my stuff because it just, it just grosses me. I don't know why. It just grosses me out knowing that they've put their hands on it. They may have like drank out of it or put that put something in their mouth i don't know it's just like it just freaks me out like i just don't want that i don't want you to touch it it's my stuff it's especially it's kitchen stuff 
You can use it for food, and food goes in my mouth. I don't want you to touch it. I don't know if that's fucking strange of me, but yeah. Like, I'm OCD when it comes to that sort of shit. I'm just very, like, possessive when it comes to my kitchen appliances or kitchen utensils. Don't fucking touch them, you know? Everyone else has their own shit. I don't know. If it happens again, I have to say something. But I put a little fucking rubber band around my cupboard handles so, like, they can't just be instantly opened and hopefully then he gets the message. But, um, we'll see. We'll see how intuitive he is. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, do you know what? This has been 16 minutes, and uh, this was only meant to be a little check-up and a check-in. I was bored. When I get bored, I just want to talk about everything and nothing. Nothing and everything. All at the same time. All at the same goddamn time. And, uh, yeah. Dallas Mavericks beat fucking Suns the other night. I was not happy. But all the Dallas Maverick fans think, Oh, this is so fun. No, it was an off night. It was an off night. Okay, you're allowed off nights in the playoffs. That's why it's a seven-game series. You know, it's fine. So tonight is game four. I guarantee it's going to be Suns in five. It's the revenge tour, baby. And we'll see those bucks in the playoffs if they get past the Celtics and then probably past... Who else? The Heat. Yeah. I want to see a Heat and Bucks Eastern Conference Finals. That'd be pretty cool. Who else is left? Yeah, because we're going to have... Well, when 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 we beat Mavericks, we're going to have either Grizzlies or Warriors. And Warriors just won Game 3 behind some more Steph Curry heroics. Because I think that's it. Like, you know, they're... It's like the Mavericks are the same as Grizzlies. They've got a one-dimensional player. Oh no, they're like one-dimensional. They play through their one player. You know, and if you can cut the head off the snake, as it were, when it comes to like Morant or Doncic, John, I, I never know how to say it. is it Doncic or Doncic, Doncic. I don't fucking know. Luca. If you can cut the head off the snake of one of them two or both of them, preferably. When you get there, and I'm looking forward to a uh, Warriors and uh, Suns Western Conference Finals. That'll be that'll be really fucking good. And I'm kind of hoping that we we face the Celtics in the final. Like I'm rooting for the Celtics to go all the way they deserve to. But I also know Heat have a very good team as well. So we'll see how it goes. We we'll see how it plays out. We'll see how it plays out. And uh, I'm gonna play this out before it gets any longer. So. Uh, Thanks for not listening to me. It's been a pleasure, as always. Bottoms up, don't bottom out.